Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Iranian Market Minute. Today is Tuesday, July 12th, and this is episode number 151. My name is Justin Hune. I'm your host, the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right, good to be back with you again today. Thank you so much for all the congratulations on 150 episodes. I look forward to the next 150. Um, I, we, and this is gonna be a short episode. I know every time I say that, I usually go long. I'm not gonna go long today. Not a whole lot to discuss. Really quiet market. Another kind of nothing sort of day as the markets uh, look very indecisive to slightly weak going into tomorrow morning's CPI numbers, which will be released before they open. Um, a quick bit of housekeeping. If you are a Uranium Insider Pro member, we will be hosting our July members only webinar next Thursday. That's the 21st. And we have secured the guest that I mentioned yesterday. This is going to be a very, very informative webinar. Um, this is a, a unique guest. We have not had this person on before. We had an initial call with him today and um, very much looking forward to this. So look out, if you are a member, look out for an email coming in the next day or two, confirming that webinar, uh, uh, discussing who our guest will be and stating the time for that webinar. And so look out for that if you are a member. If you are not a member, as I've mentioned yesterday, you can see a sample of our newsletter if you click the link in the description below. And uh, we also have quarterly membership options if you would like to join and be able to attend this upcoming webinar. And if you can't be there live, uh, we do host the webinar on the website, the replay of the webinar within about uh, four to six hours after the webinar finishes. We have it up on our website for replay and all of the previous webinars, all of our previous content is available to new members um, at any time. Okay, with that said, why don't we go ahead and jump right into the daily scoreboard here. Spot price of uranium slipping slightly, 46.87 a pound. Just not a whole lot happening here as we go into the summer doldrums for the uranium market. Of course, that's not the case for the conversion and the enrichment markets, but that's something that we will get deeper into during this webinar that I just mentioned. And I do talk about it in brief occasionally. And I went in depth yesterday into the enrichment situation and the uranium enrichment dynamic and how that is shifting and inflecting right now, currently. Uh, Sput did not issue any shares, obviously still trading at a very steep discount to NAV. It closed yesterday at more than a 13% discount to NAV. Clearly this vehicle and the sector in general needs new money coming into it. So what we have right now seems to be um, sellers kind of exhausting themselves with most of these stocks just trickling down on low volume. Um, the, the, the strong hands are in just kind of waiting this thing out uh, and, and the risk is still off cross markets. With that said, SPUT still sitting on 60 million in cash. Been a lot of speculation on whether or not SPUT should utilize some of that cash to buy back shares considering their NAV is implying what a $39 a pound spot price they really, in my opinion, they absolutely should. Um, they would have to. Uh, they would have to enter a special circumstance in order to do so. But in my opinion, they should absolutely pursue that, even if they didn't have the cash to fully close that discount to NAV. Just the messaging to the market that they can and will do that when there's trading at a significant enough discount to NAV for a long enough period of time. I, in my opinion, would be a good message to give the market. 
So uh, we still need to get back up above that um, 1% premium to NAV, and we are a long ways away from that. Either it's going to take a sharp drop in the spot price or some funds flowing into this vehicle and risk coming back on. Will it happen? 100%. Uh, will it happen tomorrow? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. All right, sector action, uh, pretty, like I mentioned, pretty weak today, along with the weak broad market, relatively indecisive, relatively low volumes. Um, after an, a pretty weak day yesterday, today we saw some dip buying come in again, as we have seen on most of these down days that are not high volume. But either way, the weakness continues across markets. Today we had a, a drastically falling oil price. WTI was down close to $10, I believe, today. And hence, apparently, all of the commodity stocks got thrown out like the baby with the bathwater. Why don't we go ahead and take a look at the charts. Starting off with URA as always down 1.88% on the day and the volume still uh, nothing really to write home about here. A little bit up from yesterday, but still nothing significant here. URNM, uh, similar looking chart holding up better in terms of that lower trend line of this accumulation cylinder down less than URA. Um, usually URNM has some outsized beta on these down days to URA and today that was not the case. URNM relative to the S&P hanging in there, although still trading well below that trend line that we've touched multiple times since the sector broke out in December of 2020. See, still seeing very, very significant positive divergence uh, with the relative strength index as you have seen across multiple stocks in the space. And this, even this relative chart is showing significant uh, positive divergence for the RSI. Uh, so will we see a breakout move to the upside? That remains to be seen. But uh, either way, we have clearly broken down below that trend line here um, of this relative chart, URNM or basket of uranium miners relative to the S&P 500. Cameco also very low volume, down almost 2% on the day. Um, very indecisive candle. Did see some dip buying come in in that last half an hour as it started to trade down relative to, uh, you know, just kind of pinned to the broad market here. And with markets very much indecisive and very, let's say, concerned about what the Fed might say, uh, how much the raise is going to be tomorrow and what the CPI numbers will be. So uh, as I mentioned yesterday, markets, generally speaking, waiting uh, with bated breath for those numbers. Okay, quick mailbag section here. So officially, 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 uh, nuclear was added to the EU green taxonomy as well as gas. So that was made official as of, I believe it was midnight last night. And a couple of elements that I think are interesting right on the heels of that is already EDF, which is the uh, now 100% owned by the state of France. EDF has become the first issuer to harness last week's hard fought inclusion of nuclear power in the European Union's taxonomy of sustainable activities and will use a new green financing framework to support nearly 8 billion euros of annual nuclear spending. So EDF not wasting any time whatsoever to try to get funding through this new uh, low cost financing from the green EU taxonomy inclusion of nuclear. Fantastic, great to see. EDF, get those reactors going. Half of the France fleet is offline, get your act together. Then um, a little bit of a history on that, you know, France, France basically up until a couple of years ago was still planning to reduce their share of uh, the share of the grid that nuclear makes up 
from the 70th percentile, somewhere between 70 and 75%, depending on uh, the generation of the renewables, down to 50%. And then that, of course, shifted. Well, the plan to reduce um, nuclear obviously left a lot of underinvestment over that period of time, let's say over the past decade or so. And a lot of those reactors have been in disrepair. There is corrosion issues at a number of EDF's um, uh, uh, reactors. And that is half of that, half of the Francis fleet is offline currently. So EDF hopefully now um, 100% owned by the state of France and likely to get some of this green uh, low cost financing due to the uh, inclusion of nuclear in the taxonomy. Hopefully we'll get these reactors repaired, get the maintenance happening, get them up and running because we all know Europe needs it, let alone the state of France. Okay, another piece of news today. Ontario Power Generation. Ontario Power is a major new uh, utility. They have two operating nuclear power plants. They also operate um, natural gas, hydroelectric, biomass, solar. And they uh, put out a tweet today. We are pleased to announce our green bond framework now includes eligible nuclear projects in recognition of the critical role technology plays in fighting climate change. All right, so Ontario Power uh, uh, qualifying uh, the green bond framework now includes nuclear projects. That's really good to see. We saw, uh, I believe it was Duke Energy do this last fall. I believe it was in November, including nuclear in their green bond framework. So they, they can now issue these bonds and um, that will qualify for quote unquote ESG investments. That'll qualify for funding that uh, might only be available to green um, allocation. So that's really good news coming from Ontario Power, coming from EDF. And um, we're very pleased, obviously, to see the final inclusion of nuclear in the green taxonomy. So hopefully that bodes well for nuclear going forward in the EU and uh, globally. So we continue to see incredible juxtaposition between the broad markets, between the action of the equities in the uranium space and the insane fundamental setup here. Um, we're going to go deep into this on the webinar. I, I wish I could tell you who the guest will be, but I'm sorry that I cannot. But let me just say this person has deep and keen knowledge about nuclear. They are, uh, have been working in the industry for more than two decades and um, very, very excited to have, have their presence. So we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, have a great rest of your day. I will see you again tomorrow. Cheers.